G'day, humans. What's a good boy? Chris Mundy here with Prudy's Alex for another edition of the Weekly Wrestling Wrap. Alex, how are you, friend? I'm feeling fantastic, man. I've watched a lot of wrestling over the weekend, and none of it mattered. But did you watch Saudi Mania coming to you live from Riyadh? I think it was Jeddah. I don't know. You might want to check with Bill. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That Goldberg, went over my head. Goldberg tweeting out, it's lovely to be here in Riyadh. And then oh an God. hour or two later, have to go, actually, we're in Jeddah. It's a long plane ride. Nah, <laughs> uh, uh, I can't blame him for that. <laughs> Fuck it. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I did not get up early to watch it. I assume you did not get up early to watch it live either at four in the morning when it started here in Victoria, so that would have been, what? Three in the morning uh, for myself. Three, three in the morning for you. With a full day's work that day and the day before. Fuck no. No. No, 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 no. Um, but you said you watched a, a full thing of wrestling, so I did catch bits and pieces of the show. Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, anything... I suppose we'll get to that in just a moment. Anything else noteworthy from WWE this week before uh, the weekend? I mean, we've gone over the Cody Rhodes thing. We've gone over the Stone Cold rumours, all that sort of shit. Um, Did you watch Tape Smackdown? Nah, nah, fuck no. Sami Zayn's <laughs> the Intercontinental Champion. That's cool, I guess. Um almost feel like Johnny Knoxville's winning the Intercontinental title at WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, oh, that'd be not... interesting, just before we talk about our top 10 Intercontinental champions of all time. Yeah. In a few Fuck, weeks. It was so easy <laughs> to come up with like 30 names for that list, by the way. I'm just going to uh, say now, if you don't include Honky Tonk Man out of spite of what's going on in Fugs, I will be disappointed. <laughs> Uh, he he will at least be mentioned. <laughs> He's like, pencil him in now. <laughs> but um, I did happen to catch NXT Level Up. Oh, you watched that? Um, I watched the first five minutes of it. We're going to talk about the new ring announcer. Uh, where? At Level Up. Did you notice? No, not really. Oh, Quinn McKay from Ring of Honor? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't put two and two together. I was yeah. watching this just before I went to bed. I chucked it on for ten minutes. Yeah, I, I didn't watch the show at all, but I heard that Quinn's in NXT now, well, level up now. Yeah. So the way they're making it sound is that that, like uh, Nigel McGuinness is on commentary. The way he was saying was, "This is what you do before you get to NXT." So it's like the the level below NXT. So it's sort of good level, level up before you get to NXT. Yeah, that's good. <sighs> it makes a lot more sense. I'd rather this be a thing than two hundred five live. Speaking of two hundred five live, remember when John Gacy wanted to end the the division. Joe Gacy, yeah, yeah. Uh, what did I say? John. Oh, wrong name. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> sorry, Joe. 
Go Gacy. Uh, and he wanted to he wanted to win the cruiserweight title so it could be an open weight title. Yeah. So to start off the show, they start off with a long talking segment with Joe Gacy talking about how he brought about change to this show. And I'm like, why didn't you go all the way, give him the cruiserweight title, give him the chance to unify it with the North American title, have him be North American champ, and this is how you start this new show? That makes sense. <laughs> why the <laughs> fuck would anyone want him to be North American champ over... Um... Carmelo Hayes, who's fucking amazing. Yeah, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just <laughs> saying, if that's your plan to have this guy, uh, storyline-wise, be the reason why 205 Live went away and why it's level up now, yeah, why wouldn't you have gone all the way or at least let him have the Cruiserweight title during this time and then challenge uh, whatever the next takeover, uh, what is it, premium live event of NXT is going to be? Very, very true. Oh, man. Um, yeah, I didn't watch the whole show. I saw the new changes. It's pretty much lit up like NXT 2.0 anyway. So, yeah, yeah. it is what it is. Uh, that's that's cool. Yeah, I have no issues with what they're doing with that. At least now it makes more sense than having guys who are over 205 and women also wrestling on there. Yeah. Okay, uh... What about WWE Saudi Mania, a.k.a. Uh, what pay-per-view was it this time? Elimination Chamber. Yeah. Um, yeah. Plenty of jokes to be made about uh, holding an, a pay-per-view called Elimination Chamber in Saudi Arabia, but I won't go there. Um, Did you know that in Germany, Elimination Chamber is marketed as No Way Out? Yes, yes, I did know that. Yeah. For obvious reasons. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know that that was the case a while ago. I don't know if that's still the case or whatever. I assume it still is. But, mm. yeah. Um, how much of this premium live event did you watch? I saw bits and pieces. Um, I might as well go through it here. Uh, so, Roman Reigns with Paul Heyman, defends the Universal Championship against uh, Bill Goldberg, retaining in six minutes by a referee's decision. Did you watch any of that? Yeah, I've watched this entire pay-per-view. Um, this was a pretty decent match. If you watched it, uh, you probably would have hated it, but I thought this was good. <laughs> I yeah. th thought this was Goldberg trying his fucking hardest. And uh, Goldberg loses after passing out in the guillotine. So that's something that's never really been done with Goldberg before. Yeah, Goldberg wasn't really someone who submitted a lot during his career either, was he? No, no. Absolutely never. Mm, fair enough. Uh, following that was the Raw Women's Championship number one contender... Uh, match in the Elimination Chamber. So it saw Alexa Bliss, do drop, Liv Morgan, Nikki A.S.H., Rhea Ripley, and Bianca Belair compete. Uh, do you want to say anything here? Uh, it was stupid, spooky Alexa Bliss again. Um, the good thing was the women on this show weren't wrestling in oversized T-shirts. They had, like, 
custom bodysuits made up for each person's gimmick, and it worked and it looked great. All the women looked fantastic, like from their for their bodysuits and shit. They all looked awesome instead of the disgusting baggy t-shirts. <laughs> like yeah. oh, wearing a four XL merch shirt. Um, yeah. This was, this should have gone on after Becky and Lita. Because this sort of made it obvious who was going to win the Becky and Lita match. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So this match itself goes 1545, uh, where Nikki is first out, then Dewdrop, then Liv Morgan, uh, then Bianca eliminates Rhea Ripley, so the final two is Alexa Bliss and Bianca Belair, and Bianca eliminates Alexa. Yeah, this was a this was easily the better of the two elimination chamber matches. Um, I thought Dewdrop looked really good for the limited amount of time she was in there. Yep. Um, yeah, she looked like a monster. She does little things in between her moves like there's not enough of uh trash talking in the ring while you're wrestling these days and she does a lot of that and it makes it much more entertaining to watch um alexa bliss looked really good here like she like she's just spent the last six months just spending a whole day in a wrestling ring flat out wrestling like she looked amazing um yeah yep. her, her in-ring work looked spectacular in this uh in this match but yeah uh right person to win looks like we're gonna get bianca winning the title at mania and i have absolutely no issues with that yeah yeah that'll be interesting to see what happens there uh, following that was a women's tag match of Naomi and Ronda Rousey defeating Charlotte Flair and Sonya Deville in 9.15. Yeah, Ronda wearing her uh, judo gi from the Olympics, which was a nice touch, I guess. Um, my God, the stipulation for this match just fucking hindered it. <laughs> um, oh, the arm tied behind the back. Yeah, Ronda having to wrestle with her arm behind tied behind her back. I'd rather she wrestled with two arms tied behind her back so we don't have to see her shitty-looking punches. But um, I get that she just had a baby four months ago, all that sort of stuff, but she just looks real... Like, she doesn't look great in the ring at the moment. Like, she's really rusty, and I'm really worried about her and Charlotte at Mania really worried because Charlotte can get like when something doesn't go to plan in a Charlotte match the entire match falls apart and yeah with what I'm seeing out of Ronda at the moment I can see this match like falling apart big time at Wrestlemania oh boy yep live on pay-per-view yep um now, you're watching Raw in the background as we speak because we're taping a little later today because I got off work flight. I had to stay back. Um, is Sonya Deville on Raw at all this morning? No, no, she's not a Raw person. Ah, okay. Well, yeah, 
now made that distinction. Yeah, no, she's always been a SmackDown person. She's just, like, made a couple of appearances here and there on Raw, but who hasn't? Paul Heyman was on Raw today. He's a SmackDown guy. Uh, so, any word on if uh, Sonya made it out of the country safely? Yeah, I have no idea. I I would hope so. Given that she is a uh, an openly gay wrestler? Yeah. And uh, Saudi Arabia's, uh, I guess, laws on those uh, people who live their life that way. Yeah, well, isn't uh, Dewdrop openly gay or bi? One of the two. Yeah, she's one one of the two as well. And, uh, yes. So um, she's yet to show up on Raw, so we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of people who may not be showing up on Raw, Drew McIntyre. Uh, versus Mad Cat Moss in a Falls Count Anywhere match with Happy Corbin. Um, a lot of people are talking about a certain uh, spot. Yeah, this was um, an inverted Alabama slam where Mad Cat basically landed on his head. Like the the photo floating around looks like that infamous uh, Sabu Chris Benoit spot. <laughs> Oh, boy. Uh, when uh, Sabu lands on his head after a suplex. Uh, is yeah, it like of, um, when Styles was in Japan doing the Styles Clash and there's a video Styles, out there? Styles had that six-month run of injuring everyone with the Styles Clash. Yeah. Like, there was the dude in England. He did it to Roderick Strong. He did it to a couple of people in Japan because people couldn't figure out that they're not meant to tuck their chin. In a Styles Clash? Yeah, it was basically the same thing. Madcap Moss tucked his chin, and he should not have. Oh, boy. I'm looking this up now, if I can see a, uh, a photo of it. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, oh besides that, though, <laughs> like, the, this was a really good match. Like... Madcap Moss is pretty good. He's just got a shit gimmick, a dumb look, but he can go. And yeah. this is the second time he's had a surprisingly decent match with Drew. So, like, it's either Drew's just consistently able to bring out the best in Madcap, but I'm going to assume a bit of that falls on a Madcap of actually having some talent. Um, yeah. Yeah, go on. Given what happens later in the night and WWE let this match continue, it's a bit of a, a double standards, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, the thing that happened later in the night was a work. This wasn't. I know, and that's the worst part. Yeah, yeah, that's what makes it a lot more dodgy. Um, yeah, and the fact that this sort of happened, like, this didn't happen towards the end of the match. This was, like, smack bang in the middle. They still went a fair bit. At least Corbin pulled him, pulled him out so he could sort of catch his breath and catch his bearings. Yeah, yeah. Then he, on him. Corbin and Drew played Chasey around the ring for a bit while the refs checked on Madcap. But, yeah, I still thought this was a great match. 
I just need Drew McIntyre to fuck off with the swinging a sword at someone. Yeah, um, even if it's, it's a, a dull it made, sword. It, it made me really uncomfortable, this dude trying to decapitate someone in Saudi Arabia. Just say. Have you heard of a friend of the show, Warwick, what he thinks of the, uh, the sword swinging? Uh, I don't know his exact thoughts on the sword swinging, but he thought that this match was pretty good. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Um, now, from there, we go to the Raw Women's Championship match. Becky Lynch, the champion, versus Lita, goes 12-19, and Becky retains. Yeah, a pretty good match. Um, Lita's 46. So... <laughs> So I wasn't expecting a great deal, but she was very good in this match. There was times, yeah, it did sort of fall apart every now and then, but they pulled it back together. They were pretty loud calling their spots at times, but whatever. Whatever. Uh, Becky Lynch hit a Terry Funk-style moonsault, just all crooked and wonky as fuck at one point. but yeah, it was a decent match, and they gave um, Lita a good curtain call at the end, which was apparently an impromptu decision to sort of let her have her curtain call and get her flowers while she's while Becky Lynch is um, wandering back up the stage. Yeah, no, I I, I would have liked to see Lita have a short title run maybe even go to WrestleMania and have Becky challenge Bianca at roadblock, end of the line, whatever, if they've got another pay-per-view in between. Lita versus Alexa Bliss would have been the, my call. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Lita that could versus... still happen, just non-titled now, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it could. Lita versus Alexa Bliss and Bianca versus Becky without the title is what I wanted. But, yeah. but that's okay. Uh, Bianca versus Becky. There's a story they've got to tell there. So that makes sense. I'm sick of the people online like saying, oh, see, this is long-term storytelling and all that. And in, in my opinion, it's not really long-term storytelling if you start the story eight months ago don't speak a word about it ever since and then pick it up eight months later. That's not long-term storytelling. That is just stop-start storytelling. Yeah, the um, long-term storytelling is um, Hangman winning the title, Brit winning the title. Yeah, because those were consistently told every week. Like, there was slow build-ups to it. It wasn't... Like, they didn't just have Hangman lose the first title match in AEW, and then two years later, oh, he's won it now. What a story. There was shit in between it. There's been barely any mention of Becky Lynch out of Bianca Belair's mouth. Yeah. 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 Very confusing. Um... From there, the main event of the night, the WWE Championship Elimination Chamber match, which sees Bobby Lashley, the defending champion, versus AJ Styles versus Austin Fury versus Brock Lesnar versus Matt Riddle versus Seth Rollins. 
going 14.55. So on this pay-per-view, it appears the uh, the women got more in-ring time than the men did. Well, it's because they were in the progressive kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Um, <laughs> my fuck. Anyway. <laughs> the ads? My God, yeah. Fuck that shit. Um, Can we just say, like, when Victoria had it, yes, we had tourism ads and that, but recently, what's the Australian or Victorian government done that's terrible? To the degree of what the Saudi Arabia government's done that's terrible. I mean, is there many countries that have done shit as bad as the Saudi Arabian governments have done? Uh, having a guy go to sign divorce papers in a foreign embassy on foreign land, but then gets uh, murdered and butchered and yeah, allegedly at the behest of the crown prince or the royal family. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah any, anywho, let's just talk about this fucking abysmal main event. Um, this sucked, man. This had all the star power and all the like. I was excited for this main event because I thought all six guys in here can go. All I want to see, like all six of these guys, just go at it. And then immediately, Bobby Lashley gets taken out of the match for quote-unquote concussion protocols. Yeah, how long was he in there for? Ah, uh, he was in the chamber pod for like maybe five minutes. Yep. But he never got into the actual match. Yeah. Um, I don't like them doing kayfabe concussion storylines. Especially in the night where you've had somebody land in a position that looks like it broke his neck. And he kept wrestling. Yeah, exactly. I Two don't, matches before. I don't like kayfabe concussion storylines no matter what happened earlier in the night. This is not a thing to sort of take lightly. Um, just fucking say that, oh, shit, when he when Old Mate got thrown through the pod and he landed on Bobby Lashley, Bobby Lashley landed on his shoulder funny and he can't comp- complete the match. What about the time, was it, um, I think it was Dolph got thrown into Mark Henry's pod and the pe- uh, plexiglass, okay, plastic, popped out and Mark Henry's just stepped out of the pod and gone, well, fuck it, I'm in here now. Well, funny you bring that up because <laughs> something similar happened in this match where... Like, Lashley's taken out. Everyone else has entered the match except for Brock Lesnar, who decides, fuck it, kicks <laughs> kicks in the door and enters. And apparently this was completely off script. <laughs> and I love it. I love it. It's genuinely a spot I've wanted to do for Fugs. I've got a War Games coming up that I was legitimately going to do this spot with Brock Lesnar. <laughs> But it was going to be, he was just going to rip an entire side of the cage off. (laughs) But um, because he's done this, it's like, yeah, now I'll leave it for another time. But um, this was great. I loved that part of it. But everything else, like, man, he just comes in, immediately eliminates Seth, then fucking Riddle, and then 
yeah, he just completely decimates everyone. The final two is him and Austin Theory, which they did some good fun shit here with Austin Theory. Austin Theory trying to run away from from Brock Lesnar. And yeah, um, hang on. Damien Priest is in the ring right now talking (laughs) and he's been talking for like four minutes. My God, what are they doing? Uh, Management Martinez, everyone. Yeah, really got uh, over in Ring of Honor for his long cadence promos. Yeah, uh, they had a fucking two-minute Dominic Mysterio promo in the middle of the ring, and you could just see everyone in the background just falling asleep. Anyway, um, yeah, basically Brock Lesnar, uh, Austin Theory runs away from Brock Lesnar. Austin Theory climbs up on top of an Elimination Chamber pod. And Brock Lesnar chases after him, hits an F5 off the Elimination Chamber pod to the outside of the ring, but still in the chamber area. Crazy. Yeah, it was good. Um, Yeah, uh, that was a good finish, but Brock Lesnar's your WWE champ. Why did they need to do this? Because reasons i don't know anyhow but yeah he he eliminates seth and riddle who's wanted this brock lesnar match for so long but brock lesnar's been open about not wanting it (laughs) so he gets 15 seconds and is eliminated (laughs) yeah there you are kid have fun yep uh terrible to uh and then Okay, I'm thinking, okay, well, Austin Fury's going to be eliminated next because this is for the championship. It's not for the number one contendership. Yeah. And AJ's out within a minute of Riddle going out. And your last four minutes is Austin Fury pretty much running away from Brock. And it's just, well, Brock's winning this. Unless by some fluke, Brock falls off this pod and Austin Fury pins him. Yep. And Austin Fury becomes champion, yeah. Oh, this this match had all the ingredients to be there, and then the chef just put it all into a pot and forgot to set the timer, and it burnt, and they just served you up burnt gruel. Yeah, thumbs down, Saudi mania. No, it was um honestly like bell to bell. The matches were pretty good, except for the main event. Um. But still, thumbs down, because I can never approve of any of these Saudi Arabian shows. I'm just glad Cody didn't turn up at this. Adrenaline in bones, something's up the Cody Rhodes. Yeah, oh my god. Is that why you've still got Raw on at the moment? <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> With the fucking Cody and Steve Austin rumours floating around, of course I've got Co- Got Raw on. But what what am I treated to right now? Reggie coming out with the <laughs> 24-7 title. I thought um This Dana is Brooke honestly was champion. Uh she lost it apparently last month. <laughs> according to this video package they just had on the screen. But I thought Dana Brooke was champ this whole time. <laughs> um Yeah, so whatever, cool. Uh, this is 
honestly the most hyped Raw I've seen on Twitter, and it's just been shit. Uh, like nothing. <laughs> what about um, uh, Ring of Honor uh, Hall of Fame announcements? Fuck, I needed I needed to chat with you about this. What do you reckon? We both just get to pick one each from these two and just chuck them in? I'll let you pick first. <laughs> uh, I don't care which one I get from the two that got announced since we did the R-Block picks. <sighs> or do we okay. save it for next year? It is very tempting. Because <laughs> I'll... I'll I don't care which one I get. I just want one of them. <laughs> okay, we'll talk about this later, but joining the Briscoes and Brian Danielson in the inaugural class is Samoa Joe and CM Punk. Yeah, uh, this is probably the perfect Ring of Honor Hall of Fame class. Honestly. Of like, everyone they have available, yeah. Like, even of the people they don't have available, like, out of the people they don't have available, the only person I'd probably add to this is Nigel McGuinness. I was going to say, um, Steen. Yeah. Uh, but, like, I, I think you say Steen down the road just because that's a bit later on in Ring of Honor's history. Like, these... These uh, four announcements are like fairly early days of Ring of Honor. So that's why I reckon these guys are the perfect class. So uh, from what I've seen online, this is the class now. Yep. They're not going to make any additions to it, which I think they should have added Kerry Silken. Yeah, how is... Harry Silken not in this. That's yeah. Odd. Um, yeah, so... That's so weird. Yeah, in terms of, like, would I have added a woman to this class? There's only one woman I would have added, and she's unavailable. Who would that but be? Sarah Del Rey. Is she still a coach at the Performance Center? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, like, in terms of if you're going to go for the very first Ring of Honor class and you're going to add a woman, the only woman I can think of worthy for the first class is Sarah Del Rey. Yeah, um, that's, that's a fair point. Yeah, uh, but I think this is pretty much the perfect... Ring of Honor Hall of Fame class. Um, yeah. In terms of other news, uh, speaking of Hall of Fames, WWE Hall of Fame. Yeah. The Undertaker. Yeah, about time. Makes sense, yeah. being in Texas. Uh, my God, the video package they did for it is just fucking perfect, man. It's, so, it's something you can't deny. They're production skills man on point when it comes to video packages um 
the mixture of sad but true from Metallica and then it blends into American Badass by Kid Rock and then back to Metallica. So good. I love that video package. The fact that they included like some of the Undertaker meme moments in there as well. Like they included uh um where to Teddy and where to Stephanie, like those times where the Undertaker's driving a limo. Uh they included like the Undertaker laughing at Brock Lesnar. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, like, they included, like, some of the memes and shit, like, The Undertaker, like, a big meme of recent years was The Undertaker and AJ Styles, you know, The Undertaker standing behind AJ Styles in the Boneyard, and that became a big meme. Uh, but, yeah, um, yeah, it was really good video package. Uh, who would you like to see induct him? Because there's a few options out there, but I have my choice. I mean, the obvious one that comes to mind for me is Kane. Yeah. I've heard but, a lot of people say Shawn Michaels, and I'm just kind of like, eh. Let me guess, that's your choice. <laughs> Mine's Vince. If there's ever a guy for Vince to actually induct, it's Taker. Didn't he induct... Um, he inducted Stone Cold. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like, this is probably the guy that Vince should induct. Yeah. Do you think he mentions his time in WCW and before? Uh, dude, I'm worried that The Undertaker's still going to come out in full gimmick. Remember, remember when Paul Bearer got inducted into the Hall of Fame and The Undertaker came out in his full gimmick and it was just cringy, man. <laughs> he came out in his full gimmick and did his pose instead of just being real and I would have loved to have heard The Undertaker's real thoughts at that moment instead of just living the gimmick. You can drop the gimmick for the Hall of Fame. But um, yeah. I think Kane yeah. would induct him because Kane probably would have uh, had him induct Kane in or Daniel Bryan because Daniel Bryan was still with the company when Kane went in. Who did but induct the, Kane? No one because those were the two pandemic Hall of Fames they did back to back with no one inducting. They just had the um, presenters there throw to each person. Yeah. It was like yeah. Corey Graves and whoever replaced yeah. Renee. Yeah. Um. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. Uh, I would assume Taker would have inducted Kane. Yeah. Now, does Batista go in this year? Because where's Batista from? Uh, where's he build from or where is he now? Because uh, I guess both, I guess. Build from Washington. Washington but... State or Washington, D.C.? D.C. Okay. And... um. He's he's in Hollywood, so you've got to assume he's going in next, next year. year. Yeah. Yeah. I would assume either him or The Rock are going in next year, maybe both. Yeah, I won't put it past him. It's pretty pretty big haul. Uh, oh, my God. Akira Tozawa's trying to make out with Tamina on Raw. Most talked about Raw, people. 
My God. Everyone's tuning in to see Stone Cold or Cody and they're getting fucking Akira Tozawa and Tamina chasing after Reggie and Dana Brooke, who is your new 24-7 champion, by the way. Um, um, do you yeah. think, I yeah, guess the on. last two things here, do you think Cindy Lauper gets inducted this year into the celebrity wing? No. Nah. Nah. Okay. I, I, don't it, think she, I don't think she ever will for some reason. I think the time's kind of passed where she's even... Like, they're now just putting people into the celebrity wing that they'll get viewers from. And I honestly don't believe in 2022 Cindy Lauper's going to be a draw for them. So, yeah, and I honestly feel like they only put people into the Hall of Fame that can get them social media clicks or viewers nowadays. Oh, Christ, they're not going to put Logan Paul in there, are they? Not yet. I, I reckon in three to four years' time, Bad Bunny goes in, and I have no issue with that. But <laughs> no. I, I don't know who the celebrity is this year. Did they even do a celebrity last year? Yeah, Ozzy Osbourne. Really? Yeah. And William Shatner the year before that. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, do you think? Do you have any idea if they're going to induct a tag team or um, any woman or anything like that? Yeah. Here's my theory. Okay. Yeah. Stacy Cable is going in the Hall of Fame this year. Yeah, I wouldn't be opposed to that. Um. It's it was recently announced that WWE Mattel are making uh for their legends figure line in an upcoming uh legends series is gonna be the first ever WWE Mattel made Stacy Keebler action figure. Which makes me believe that we're getting Stacy Keebler in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, because last year they announced oh, a new RVD figure's coming soon, and then RVD got put in the Hall of Fame. Do you think uh, so? Stacey Keeler for a woman's. Yeah. Do you think uh, any um, tag team then? Um. Yeah, I, I mean they probably should go back to the eighties well for a bit. Um, I would like to. I would really like to see Demolition go in, finally. Isn't there problems between them and Vince? And oh, they, they were some of the multiple hundreds of people that were in, a part of that lawsuit against WWE. But, but come on, they've, they've brought back people that were a part of that lawsuit. Yeah, true. Oh man, I suppose that's all on the uh, the front. Anything else? You what want to touch? What about your predictions? You got any predictions for the Hall of Fame? Any people you'd like to see go in or anything? The women's like that? one is hard because a lot of them they have already inducted. Like Sunny's gone in, Lita, Trish, all the ones that immediately come to mind have gone I, in. I, I'd like Sable to go in. Is Rock and Robin in? Nah, I don't think so. Maybe I, I could 
I can't see them putting her in the proper Hall of Fame. I can see them putting her in that other thing they do. Uh, Legacy Wing? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so their tag team. I mean, you put in Harlem Heat. That's done, yeah. Are the Steiners in? Nah. Uh, maybe this is the year they do it because of... Have- Bron Breaker, but yeah, uh, I just can't see them bringing back Scott for anything, especially when it came out a few years ago that he was banned from the Hall of Fame arena. Oh gosh, what do you do? Oh, just because he like uh, uh, fan access or something confronted Hulk Hogan and swore at him, and security kicked him out. <laughs> to be fair, Hogan probably deserved it. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like everyone that that was around the time that they brought Hogan back after his scandal. So everyone's just like, you should be kicking Hogan out of the building, not Steiner. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, the Steiners would be a good one. What other tag team? Because I'm just trying to think like that sort of era of like 80s, 90s, WCW, ECW, even. There's other big names I'd like to see finally get put into the Hall of Fame. Vader. Vader. Lex Luger. Honestly. How is Lex not in? Yeah. Like, Lex is great. He'd be a great ambassador for the company because of everything he's been through. And now he's like a motivational kind of guy. Yeah. So, yeah. um, Yeah, Vader and Lex are glaring omissions for me. Um, I was trying to think back. Tag teams is a tough one. I feel like the tag teams that first come to your, come to mind are all already in there. Yeah, and then I, that's why I mentioned the Steiners. I was trying to think of some other sort of um, WCW, ECW sort of ones, like they, uh, they Public like Enemy. The... They like to, yeah, I doubt there'll be any <coughs> ECW inductions. Um, they like to do a stable. Every now and then, yeah. Like most years, <laughs> most years I can, they've tried to put in a stable. Um, I don't know what the stable would be this time around. Uh, actually, here's an idea for a tag team. Lay cool. Both I are mean, in, aren't they? Nah, none of them are in. Okay. Oh, yeah, that, this would be the year to put Michelle in as well, wouldn't it? Yeah, fucking either would be. The Dark Bride, Michelle. Yeah, oh, my God. Now on Raw, they're showing the top 10 WWE Instagram photos of the week. Thank you. <laughs> are any of them actually good? Oh, there's some good ones. There's some good photos of Rhea Ripley I saw. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, who gives a fuck? Oh, boy. Um, So, anything else to sort of touch on outside of WWE for the week? Because we do uh, have a New Japan Cup coming up. Did you want to do an R block for that thing? Yeah, I saw the fucking brackets. My fucking God, what a... <laughs> pile of shit 
Um, I'm looking at it. I'm going, okay, who's getting a bracket? It's like Okada v someone. Okay, that sounds like a first good match. Who's got a buy? Is it one of the dads? And it's like, Watto. And I'm like, what the fuck? And yeah, I scroll none, down, of, it's like, none of it makes sense. Like, Gato's got to buy. It's like fucking um, Tanahashi has to work the first match, and so does like Okada. Uh, Kojima versus someone, and Dick to go gets a buy. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, none of it makes sense. It's so stupid. I'm sick of people trying to tell me fucking New Japan's good. Fuck <laughs> it's off. not it's... anymore. You like, know when New, J- New Japan started to get bad? Once they got rid of Harold May. <laughs> it's yeah, true. It's, it's true. Yeah, fucking oath it is. Like, oh, my God. And then I've got, like, um, Jay, one of the co-hosts on the Sid pod, and he's always like, oh, man, are you watching New Japan right now? And I said, I'd rather eat my own cock. <laughs> like, seriously. He's like oh, man, you should check out this match. It's really good. And I was like, oh, what is it? And he's like, oh, it's this person teaming up with this person versus this person and this person. I'm like, oh, yeah, what's the storyline? No, they're just having a good match. I don't give a fuck then. Just a match Uh, for a match's sake. Like, it's, I get that they're trying to, like, do, like, they're trying to somewhat be sports or tell sports storytelling. Like, it's all about... Uh, determination, fight, and all that sort of shit. But, like, man, there's just nothing to sink your teeth into. What, What is a storyline going on in New Japan right now? There isn't any. None that Honestly, there's fucking nothing. Um, okay, Sonata beat Hiroshi Tanahashi for the US belt over the weekend. Okay, cool. The U.S. titles on another person who's not going to come to the fucking U.S. Put the U.S. belt on Chase Owens and send him to the States. That's something, at least. Fucking Minoru Suzuki's coming to America. Again. Yeah. Oh, like, after we talked about that in the last rap about how good his last tour was and if he'll ever come back. Well, he is. He's coming back over WrestleMania weekend and all that sort of shit. Just have fucking Suzuki win it. Bring it over to America. Drop it to fucking, I don't know, fucking Carl Fredericks. (laughs) I don't give a fuck who. Carl Fredericks. That might be a bit hard. Drop it to fucking Alex Coughlin. He looks like a million bucks now. Drop it to Fred Rosser. Drop it to Fred Rosser. Drop it to fucking... Filthy. Yeah, filthy. You combine them, make it the United States strong title. Fuck yeah, the United strong title, the U.S. title. Um, yeah. Anyway, that show looks like shit. Anyway, um, Robbie Eagles and Tiger Mask dropped the tag, the junior tag belts to someone. I forgot who. I don't care. Oh, Robbie's coming back over to. MCW for a freeway into Commonwealth. Yeah, uh, I, saw, I saw a backstage promo he did with Tiger Mask where he's saying that he had to go home because he lost his heart. And I have to go he, now. My home planet needs me. Yeah, and he, he said, oh, I've been missing this, and he points to his heart. Royce Chambers retweeted it and saying, 
and said, oh, he's coming to MCW to find his left peck <laughs> because he pointed to his chest. Anyway, you had to say uh, it. Um, Royce. Yeah, Royce. God bless him. He's gold at the moment. Anyway. Um, it's Robbie, Royce, and... Oh, I'm going to have to look it up. Oh, uh, who cares? Anyway. Because <laughs> um, we've still got a bit to cover because Impact had a show over the weekend and there's some newsworthy shit coming out of that. Oh, yeah? The floor is yours, my man. Um, well, in the main event, um, fucking, it was Team Impact versus Team Honor No More. This is the less newsworthy part. Um, <laughs> before the match, Eddie Edwards got taken out and they got a replacement, the returning Willie Mack, which I didn't realize wasn't there, but then, <laughs> but yeah, it's the same shit they do all the time. It's like, oh yeah, the returning Naomi. Oh, well, I didn't realize she wasn't here, <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, fucking they have this match and blah, blah, blah. It's pretty good. But then they do the old fucking trope. Uh, out comes Eddie Edwards. He's going to hit fucking Ring of Honor person over the head with a crutch. But no, he hits Rhino and Eddie Edwards has joined Honor no more. Which actually makes sense. Because he was a Ring of Honor guy well before he was an Impact guy. Yeah. But, um... The big news out of this show was the Good Brothers defeated G.O.D. with the help of Jay White. Huh? Uh, Jay White turned on G.O.D. and has aligned himself with the Good Brothers. Okay, that's not where I thought that was going. No. I thought G.O.D. was going to come into AEW with Jay White. But yeah. looks like um, Jay White's hanging out with the Good Brothers now. So th that was somewhat interesting. And it's going to be interesting to see because G.O.D. are in that fucking 173-person New Japan Cup tournament. And it's going to be interesting to see, like, how this story plays out in that. Like, G.O.D. no longer in the Bullet Club. A G.O.D. gonna is are we gonna get the fucking long anticipated Tamatonga babyface run in New Japan? The good guy. Uh, yeah, the good guy returns. Um, <laughs> yeah, so this will be interesting. Anyway, that's probably the most noteworthy thing. I also checked out Triple A over the weekend. More uh, Marvel matches. I didn't see any of that. I did uh... see. The return to AAA of Tyre Valkyrie. She came out and cut a promo. Uh, she challenged Deonna Perrazzo. Um, And then in the main event, there was the AAA Mega Championship defended by El Hijo del Vikingo. Vikingo. It was yep. against uh, John Superstar is his new name. I'm guessing that's uh, Johnny Mundo. Yep. Now Johnny. John. Now John Superstar. Not even Johnny Superstar. It's just John Superstar. 
He's uh, one he's one gimmick away from being John Sports Entertainer. Which actually would be a good name. Uh on on the indies to just call yourself Sports Entertainer. Yeah, perfect. Um that's kind of Matt Cardona's gimmick, actually. At the moment, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um but that match was pretty decent, but fuck me, like the production issues on the on this triple A show, like they were clearly the commentators. I don't even know who they were. One of them was referred to as Lenny. I assume that was Lenny Leonard. But um Lenny Poffo? No, no, that's Lenny. Ah. Uh, yeah, I assume it's Lenny Leonard who does a lot of the indie commentary. Um, anyway, they're clearly recording from home over Zoom. And this, like, you kept getting that uh, cutout and audio cutting in and out sort of thing. Uh, you hear it a lot on my pod podcast, Smack It Down podcast, <laughs> from uh, my co-host, Corey Gold. But, yeah, um... Yeah, it was a fairly run-of-the-mill show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I watched some GCW, nothing that notable from that. Yeah. Is I watched there, a uh, lot of wrestling. Is there much um, buzz on uh, GCW now that um, following their big New York show? Uh, now they're sort of just slowly building to spring break. Okay. Yeah. So, the, yeah. I heard everyone talk about that, and then the next week, sort of, no one talked about it. Yeah. Because it, it wasn't that great, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, they sort of dropped the ball a bit. The best part of that whole thing was the Cardona shit, and fucking Dave Meltzer gave it half a star or some bullshit. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yep. Ah, uh, well, half a star. Fuck Meltzer. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, uh, the Observer Awards came out this week, and people seem to blame Dave Meltzer for those when it's clearly fan-voted. Yeah, those ones are fan-voted. Yeah. The, and um, the Hall of Fame that's... The Hall of Fame that's done by um, other journalists around the world and whatnot. Yeah which I still have a problem with their Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah, I think everyone sort of does. Yeah, yeah. Um, anywho, yeah, that's pretty much my week covered. Yeah, yeah, same same here. Sorry, I've just got a, a thing going on. Uh, where can the good humans find you, including the SmackDown podcast? Yeah, check out the SmackDown podcast at Sid underscore pod on uh, on Twitter, uh, find me at Fruity is Alex on Instagram, Twitter, find us at Wrestle Oz Style with an AUS on Instagram and Twitter, search us up on Facebook, Wrestling Oz Style, and you can find Chris at, uh, at I'm Chris Funder on Twitter, comes tell me how I suck at having an opinion about raw sucking. <laughs> and talking right now. You can come find me on Twitch four nights a week at twitch.tv slash chrisfunder. You can go back and listen to the entire Wrestling All-Star archive for free on SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, the weekly wrestling rap for three, three times a week. I 
lost my place. Uh, and using the RSS feed uh, into the show notes for your podcast choice, including Apple. Nothing left to say, but good day, and we'll speak to you next time. Well, fuck, over the weekend, on Sunday, I was non-stop watching wrestling because fucking the wrestling gods are fuckheads and scheduled, like, six shows back to back to back to back. <laughs> like, fucking Elimination Chamber, then there was the Impact pay-per-view, then there was fucking uh, the AAA show, then there was uh, a GCW show, and then <laughs> New Japan, and it was all back to back to back to back. <laughs> the one weekend I take it easy, I, I'm going to watch everything. <laughs> yeah, fucking, it was so stupid. Okay. And none of it's worth talking about, to be <laughs> honest, but, yeah. Man... <sighs> This fucking roar I'm watching, my God, that's a spoiler for next week. I'm going to get furious on the next episode of The Wrap. Yep, indeed. Oh, my God, it's Cody Rhodes. <laughs>